Welcome to the Freedom Times News Hour, brought to you by the Freedom Times newspaper. I'm Patricia Aiken. It's great to have your company. And the founder and editor of the Freedom Times, Mr. Don Wassel, has been holding out on us. Don Wassel, how do you plead? I plead that uh, the last two weekends I've been involuntarily transported back to the 1850s. Back-to-back Saturdays, we had windstorms move through, and of course, where I live and where just about everybody does in the eastern half of the country, there's trees everywhere, and they were tree branches, and trees were falling, and I did without power last Saturday and this Saturday. So I am happy to be here on air with you, Patricia. All righty. Well, I'm totally excited about today's show, and you know what? I'm going to be able to sit back and um, actually kind of put my feet up, and I'm going over to the freedomtimes.tech chattango.com again the freedom times dot chat that <laughs> that's hard to say the chat tango room the chat room the freedom times dot chat dot com to hang out with the crew over there and i'm so excited i see Mer bailey's there so i'm gonna i'm gonna go hang out over there because i've been so looking forward to this show don i'm gonna let you know just let me ask you one question cast football dot us how did you start it well, why inter- did you start it? Well, I've been interested in sports since I was a kid. I played sports, uh, and I became racially aware at a young age, uh, roughly 25. And so it was just a natural uh, putting together of two different interests at one point. And I started that website about 20 years ago, and it's still a one-of-a-kind website, so, which is pretty cool. Uh, I thought there'd be others by now, but uh, it is what it is, and it's still, in spite of all the uh, – censorship and marginalization by the search engines it's still still going pretty strong so with that said we're going to talk today we have a special guest jb cash and for anybody out there listening to cast football you know who jb cash is he's a retired sports writer sadly retired and uh, who wrote a number of excellent columns for cast football for a long time uh and as Patricia mentioned, Cast Football is the site that talks about sports and race and politics and has detailed for the past nearly two decades now how sports was and remains dominated by affirmative action, an all-encompassing system of discrimination and negative stereotyping of white athletes that actually goes far beyond just so-called affirmative action when it comes to hiring and promotions, which is why we call it the caste system, as it's similar to India's caste system in that white athletes are essentially born as, at best, second-class citizens. Cast Football is a -a one-of-a-kind website that exposes the ongoing racism in sports. URL, again, is Cast Football, C-A-S-T-E, football, football being the secular religion of the United States, castfootball.us. And when you go there, if you scroll down to the very bottom of the page, you'll see an entire forum devoted to the writings of J.B. Cash, which is fittingly enough called J.B. Cash's column. That form contains a wealth of eye-opening information, and now that most Americans are familiar with critical race theory, which is a virulently anti-white ideology of the radical left, 
more need to also understand that a form of CRT has been in place when it comes to sports since roughly the late 1960s. And then it's intensified since then and really became cemented in place in the mid-1980s. And it's been that way ever since. So without further ado, J.B. Cash, welcome to the Freedom Times News Hour. Yeah, hey, thanks. Uh, nice to uh, talk with you, Don. I appreciate you asking me on. Well, it's great to have you. Uh, you know, you're one of the few observers of America 2.0 who became aware of the caste system in sports a long time ago, back when we still had America 1.0, or at least good portions of it. Uh, when and how were your eyes open to the caste system in sports? Well, I, I think you could uh, you could see that uh, the sports had changed, especially uh, after the 80s. Uh, when uh, we'll talk about football, how uh, there were a lot of white athletes at skill positions, and uh, some majority white teams, in fact. Um, and then, uh, in in the matter of just uh, just a couple decades, or maybe even less, in a situation where uh, that was completely reversed, and uh, you know, whites were phased out of almost all all uh, ball handling positions except quarterback, and. Um, you you saw that in other sports too, to a lesser extent. Certainly in basketball, which had been going on for a while. But uh, yeah, I mean that was it was getting fairly obvious. And uh, initially, I thought uh, I thought it would be interesting to look at it from a perspective where uh, you wanted to follow the white athletes that were there. Uh, but it also became an issue: uh, why weren't there more? Sure. Yeah, the caste system is it's particularly malicious and unfair because it begins at such a young age with white kids, uh, particularly, as you mentioned, in football, basketball, and sprinting, which were three sports in which uh, blacks admittedly excel, but to nowhere near the extent that we see in the, those sports now and over the, roughly the past half century. I mean, whites used to have Hall of Fame careers at every position in the NFL, the National Football League, even after it was thoroughly integrated in the 1960s. White American sprinters were winning gold medals in the Olympics in the 1950s and into the 1960s. I mean, that might amaze younger people that are listening to this, but it's true. And then, just like the dinosaurs all supposedly became extinct one day, similarly, white athletes all of a sudden couldn't compete with blacks when it came to sprinting in many positions in football and basketball. Is that a fair description of what's happened? And how does the caste system manage to stay in place with so many sports fans, including diehard ones, still oblivious or mostly oblivious to what's going on? Yeah, like like uh, so much of society, if uh, if you're constantly fed one one point of view, you uh, the vast majority of people will accept that unquestioningly. Um, but the, the the slotting that goes on is, is is pernicious, and I think if you talk to the parents of uh, any any young men or even women who, who go out for sports, you'll see how that's done. I mean, uh, if uh, if a kid wants to run track and, and he's white. Uh, uh, they send him over the group, uh, you know, running the long distance. They don't put him in with the sprinters. If he wants to play football and uh, maybe he wants to carry the ball, they think, uh, no, I, you'd be better off as a linebacker. Uh, if you want to catch passes, then you should learn how to block and be a tight end. And um, so it starts very early, like you say. It's it's a form of slotting, and it uh, it, it really creates a bottleneck where very few white athletes are are given a chance to excel at all. And um, and even when they do, uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of high school football programs that are in all white areas, and 
uh, the running backs who play for those teams set records and lead the state in rushing yards. Uh, yet when it comes time to uh, uh, hand out uh, offers to uh, for scholar, uh, college scholarships, um, they're at the back of the line. And um, a lot of times, uh, even uh, very excellent uh, athletes uh, will hardly get any Division One offers. It's it's uh, it's extremely unfair. That's right. In fact, I was just going to ask you about that. I mean, we track a lot of things on cast football, and um, one of the things we've tracked over the years, and that we're, we've been talking about for going on 20 years now, is how the mostly white high school football teams, particularly the ones in the suburbs, regularly beat all black or mostly all black high school football teams from the inner city. Yet it's the kids from the black teams who get the great bulk of the scholarships to play at the most prominent and prestigious college football programs. And those are the programs that supply almost all the players that go on to play in, in the NFL. So, and then we've tracked also in about half the states, you know, give or take, it, there is variance, unlike the caste system itself, there's variance. But roughly in any given year, the, the best high school running backs and the best receivers will be white, the leading ones in, in a given state. So, but the, as, as you just said, they're at the back of the line. They don't go on. And that's really, that's one of the keys to the caste system, how it stays in place. And a lot of it comes to that there's very few so-called uh, recruiting outfits and scouting outfits and they regularly downgrade these very skilled very capable white kids coming out of high school and there's very little awareness of that is there oh yeah that's uh that's that the people are completely aware they they take the uh the opinions of these uh, of these recruiting services which are really just guys who decide to watch football or read about it and and post their information, uh, they, they take it very seriously. Uh, and schools, colleges, they're all for this because if there's anything that colleges want, it's minority enrollment. Uh, in many cases, it's, it's required of them uh, to increase those numbers. And um, one easy way to do that for them is, is to allow uh, a lot of minority uh, athletes in basketball and football and the other sports. And, um, they're also able to sometimes bypass academic requirements to do that. So you have a, a perfect storm where you have a situation where the schools really want the uh, uh, one group, uh, one color group, and then you have a system that uh, helps feed those uh, information only about uh, those athletes to them. And, of course, the media always plays their part, too. It's, sort of, it's a combination. It's a group effort. It's the, the so-called scouting services and the, these recruiters. It's the, uh, the programs themselves. And it's, it's the media, too. That uh, Could you expound? Well, yeah, go ahead, if you would, JB. Expound a little bit on, on the part that the media plays in, in enforcing all this. Yeah, often uh, the, the media points to uh, sports as a, as a meritocracy meritocracy that uh, the best players play is something they say all the time and and this actually helps uh, sell sports because in a world of, where there's so much favoritism uh, and people can see it every day even in their own lives um, they like the idea of uh, somewhere where it might be a level playing field however if you've ever played any type of organized sports uh, you know that uh, the decisions on who plays and who doesn't play is very political it's uh, based on uh, a lot of different things, uh, but certainly not always the best players play. Um, that can be refuted easily, as you see that uh, 
teams will uh, play high draft picks that play poorly. They'll keep playing them for a couple of years over better talented players because they have so much invested in them. Well, there's an example of not the best players playing, and uh, nobody will question that. Uh, but the right. media, which, of course, as we know, is full on to the uh, agenda that um, promotes minorities at every step, uh, certainly uh, will keep this, keep this type of thing going as long as they can. Absolutely. And by the way, uh, anyone that wants to... Uh Join in the conversation between myself and J.B. Cash. The call-in number is 512-248-8252, 512-248-8252. Or if you want to email a comment or question, send it to contact at castfootball.us, C-A-S-T-E football.us, contact at. And we do have a... Uh, do have a comment uh, I just got from email. It's from the Great White Lightning, a uh, top poster and, uh, in fact, an administrator of the Cast Football site. And he writes, "Hey Don and JB, I'm excited for the show and was wondering if you guys could bring up the basketball player Mac McClung. The kid has been stuck in the NBA G League for two full seasons now. Despite winning the 2022 NBA G League Rookie of the Year and putting up over 20 points per night, no team seems to want to sign this kid." As many know, he won the he won the 2023 NBA Slam Dunk contest. He won it at the, just uh, just recently. Yet no team wants to give a white guy that can jump out of the gym a chance. Why does the league, as well as other sports leagues, fight so hard to keep uber athletic guys from playing? What's your response to that? Well, that's uh, that's certainly true. I mean, that's that's part of keeping the agenda going. Uh where, uh, you know, you promote all things uh, uh, minority over, over anything white. Um, you know, diversity to uh, sports like the NBA is having, uh, you know, five, uh, ten black guys on the court at the same time. That's their perfect example of diversity. And uh, it, it boggles the mind when you consider that the country of Serbia could probably field a better all-star NBA team than the, uh, than the entire United States if it was just white guys. Because the NBA has no purpose for any white players at all, unless they're from another country, and it helps their marketing position to do that because they're obviously trying to expand their market share. Um, I, I would also think that the white players from the other countries have a little different uh, take on uh, race relations and... Uh, that probably uh, probably helps them when they get to uh, the NBA, which is, uh, you know, quite frankly, a, a black supremacist league right now. Yeah, I watched the uh, video. I don't watch the NBA, but I watched the video tape that was put on Cast Football uh, showing Mac McClung winning the slam dunk contest. I think it was in, in January. And he was incredible. But what struck me is just looking, not only all the other players were black, but the, just it seemed like all the fans, or at least the ones – uh, standing in, around the court, you know, the VIPs, the reporters, et cetera, they were almost all black, too. And it was just, uh, to me, it was just a symbolic of the great replacement and how rapidly it's happening. And uh, I think it took a lot for that, that kid to uh, excel the way he did. And uh, and really, that's what we need. We need more white men who understand what's going on and don't overreact, but they don't back down either. We certainly need strong white men more than ever. And again, the uh, call number is 512 248 8252. 
be nice to hear from some of you out there. I know this is not a typical uh, topic for Republic Broadcasting, but it is for the Freedom Times News Hour because we cover everything, including sports and race, because it's it's a very important topic and one that is very, very little understood, unfortunately. So getting back to the uh, the caste system, yeah, they, the media has all the angles covered. Um, and, of course, you know, getting get, going back to football a little bit there, when, you know, when blacks get a lot of hype, say, going into the annual combine in Indianapolis, and they don't perform – as well as expected, there's always a litany of excuses made for them. I mean, if their 40-yard dash time is slow, well, that's okay because they're supposedly a student of the game, you know, who has great instincts. Or uh, when white players turn out to be faster than expected, it's often downplayed. Well, he has stiff hips, slow feet, or small hands, or some other nonsense. While the blacks are often given magical descriptions, such as having oily hips. I mean, it's, it's so ludicrous, and it's all subjective. And... Uh, what we do know is that blacks, on average, are usually a bit faster at running 40 yards in a straight line compared to whites. But whites, on average, do better than blacks in the tests that measure quickness, such as the 20-yard shuttle, the three-cone drill, and the 60-yard shuttle. But you don't hear anything about those. They have all the bases covered to reinforce the big lie that blacks are better athletes than whites. And they use this 40-yard straight line speed advantage, which I think – Maybe you disagree, but I think it's really about the only advantage blacks have on average over white athletes. What do you think? Yeah, I, I would agree. And uh, even if there was some slight advantage at the at the very top level, it certainly wouldn't extend uh, entirely uh, across populations. Uh, you know, you've got the, the ridiculous situation where uh, in the NFL right now, the best running back, probably hands down, uh, is Christian McCaffrey. And he's, of course, a white player, yet he's the only white man in America capable of running the ball for an NFL football team. Well, that's ridiculous. I mean, what would be the odds of him being such an outlier that only there's only one? Obviously, there has to be a lot of subjective and outright prejudice as, as many uh, young uh, white uh, running backs will tell you, it uh, happens to them along the way of, of trying to play. Um, in the NFL, you also have a situation where the best defensive players uh, typically uh, are also white players, yet there's hardly any white players playing de- defense in the NFL. Apparently, there's only a very few white players in the whole country uh, out of the tens of thousands able to play in the NFL. And I, I think if you think about a, a, it a little bit, it seems unfair. How can there be so many uh, players at the top of the NFL that are white, and then there not be any able to, you know, qualify uh, uh, or hardly any able to play? Absolutely. Hold that thought, JB. We're talking with the legendary JB Cash. I'm Don Wassel, and you are listening to the Freedom Times News Hour. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, 
pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge. And knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls plus testing for heavy metals makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the Rotating Sponsors banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. Be alive. Other place I'd rather be. Excuse my horrible singing voice. This is Don Wassell. We are back. This is the Freedom Times News Hour and co-hosted by Patricia Aiken, who also knows a lot about sports, but she's kind of sitting back in the chat room. She might pipe in some questions later. And uh, we're hoping to hear from some listeners out there, especially uh, cast football posters. Where are you, boys? Call in number is 512-248. 8252-512-248-8252. If you're so shy you can't call in, you want to send something via email at contact, contact at castfootball.us. And we're having a great discussion with sports writer J.B. Cash, who is a one-of-a-kind sports writer, just like Cast Football is a one-of-a-kind site. And I'm told we do have a uh, caller. Let's go to, uh, if I got it right, uh, Dan in Florida. How are you doing, Dan? We have Dan? 
from Florida. Yeah, can you hear me all right? Oh, you're coming through loud and clear, Dan. How are you doing? Oh, okay, very good. Uh, I played football in uh, New Jersey in high school, and I just wanted to uh, kind of verify some of the things you were talking about. Uh, I was on the first team that went undefeated at our high school, and we were a 98% white team, and uh, we played teams that had a much higher percentage of uh, blacks on our team, but and they were physically bigger than us, and we won. And the irony was that my son played for the same high school. He wore the same number I did, and his senior team went undefeated as well. But I went to some of his games, and one of the ones in particular that I remember is when the uh, high school played the all-black team from Camden, New Jersey. And, I mean, when I say all black, I mean all black. Every fan in the stands was black. The band was black. The coaches were black. And every member of the team was black. So uh, I thought, well, this is going to be an interesting game. So, uh, And they were they were physically bigger than our guys. And primarily the high school I went to in South Jersey uh, was uh, quite a few of Italian Americans. So... Uh, and it was a hard-fought game, but they ended up winning the game. And uh, the other team didn't like that very much, so we had to get out of the bleachers and back onto our buses and stuff to get out of there uh, fairly quick. But it was like like you're talking about, you know, our our guys are every bit as good as the black athletes. I mean, you look at those uh, videos that are out there right now, the, the white guy on the professional teams won the slam dunk. There's a uh, amateur uh, kid that's challenging black guys all the time in one-on-ones, and he's beating them hands down all the time. Uh, so it goes on and on and on. But the propaganda always wants us to believe that the white guys can't match up to these others because they're they're pushing the, the mixing of the races. I mean, that's pretty obvious. Right. That's right. That's a good comment, and... Uh... Yeah, there's no question. I mean, there's a suburban high school team uh, right where I'm not in my district, but very close. And they they are, they won the uh, state title and their uh, classification two or three times in five years. They're coached by a former player at the University of Pittsburgh who actually was in the NFL briefly. And uh, they're just a dominant team. Nobody could come close to beating them. But not almost none of their guys uh, got scholarships. I was, I was reading one article. I think three of them got offers from small schools, and one of them was the only black kid on the team. So – it's just the same old story over and over again. And, uh, JB, do you want to say anything about that? And Dan, thanks. That's a great call. Yeah, Absolutely. that was a great call. Uh, that's exactly how I saw it. I know, uh, growing up myself and, uh, also with my son, um, a couple things, uh, of course have changed. Well, a lot of things have changed in America. And one of them is, uh, the fact that, uh, students move around a lot. And, uh, even, even schools that, uh, are largely white will, uh, typically have a lot of black players on them. Uh, Generally, they're slotted into the skill positions, and uh, those are the guys who get the credit. So uh, you're not always going to see black versus white like you may have before, and so that that, that, uh, doesn't doesn't happen as much. Um, But, of course, it's it's still true. And when you say skill positions, for those that aren't familiar, what, what do you mean by skill positions in football? Yeah, the positions that touch the ball generally, uh, with the somewhat exception of quarterback, we're talking about the receivers and and the uh, running backs, um, the guys who get to carry the ball or catch the ball, and 
you know, they're the ones who are going to get uh, all the attention, and uh, in a lot of cases, um, of course, will uh, uh, get the uh, chance for college scholarships. Uh, even even the best uh, running backs um, will often uh, move to other positions in college. So you know, it pays to be uh, a skill a good skill position player in uh, high school. Absolutely. And what you were saying earlier before the break, uh, JB, about uh, when you see Whites playing defense now, they're almost always really, really good. It's it's the opposite of what you used to hear well, years ago, and you still hear it, which is ridiculous now, even more ridiculous, that blacks have to try twice as hard to succeed. Well, white players, to overcome all the obstacles of the cast football system and make it to the NFL and excel, have to be really, really good and work really, really hard. And it's 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 humorous now when you watch like ESPN, which is a total communist anti-white network, when they have these shows about the ten biggest flops from the draft or in the NFL and things like that. They, those things started back in the 1990s, and they, they were dominated by white players at the time, like Tony Mandridge and and He Shore and uh, uh, Mamola, Mike Mamola. And uh, the thing is, they're still almost 30 years later. They're still showing those same shows with the same white guys from a generation ago. Because, because uh, so many of the flops now, which we we document in cast football, if you go to the NFL forum and look at recent busts, the amount of blacks drafted in the first two three rounds that flop, that do not live up to the hype, is phenomenal. It's astronomical. Whereas most of the few whites who get drafted early have really good NFL careers. And uh, apparently we're on break now. We will be back after these important messages. Or a favorite song from the past. Or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To read more about this amazing breakthrough and to order your terahertz frequency want, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. American Freedom News is your daily website that will keep you fully informed on what both the good guys and bad guys are doing in the information war in which we are all engaged. Fed up with the lies of the fake news media and the censorship of big tech giants? American Freedom News is the solution as we provide truth and knowledge on all the vital issues of the day. American Freedom News believes in America first. The establishment wants us split into numerous hostile groups rather than uniting in a common cause against the corrupt oligarchy that is plundering America and the world. Many more Americans are waking up and realizing they are the victims of the ongoing Great Replacement and Great Reset. But the malevolent forces trying to systematically destroy America can and will be defeated. Be fully informed by reading American Freedom News, the best news and information site on the Internet. Go to AmericanFreedomNews.us and find out for yourself. That's AmericanFreedomNews.us. In times like these, you can't depend on the government to keep you warm and fed, but you can depend on the Vermont Bun Baker to do just that. With the Vermont Bun Baker, you'll never be in a situation where you can't cook, bake, fry, boil water, or heat your home, all at the same time. 
one of the most revolutionary cook stoves, wood stoves ever, the Vermont Bun Baker is available with or without soapstone veneer, a natural stone that retains heat and radiates it back into the room once the fire is out. A beautiful addition to your home, the Vermont Bun Baker has an efficiency rating well above 75% and qualifies for the wood stove tax credit. For more information, watch the Vermont Bun Baker on YouTube and live stream or visit us at www.vermontwoodstove.com. You can also reach us by calling 1-866-SOAPSTONE. Don't ever be hungry or cold because the power's gone out. With a Vermont Bun Baker, all you have to worry about is what's for dinner. I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can. <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry about that. Yeah, I was, uh, I realized my, uh, microphone was on mute there during the break. My apologies. Um, we are talking with JB cash. I'm Don Wassel. This is the freedom times news hour. We've got an email comment and we also have a caller. So let's go to Jay and LA. That's kind of a, a rhyming, uh, moniker. How are you doing, Jay? How you guys doing? Um, thanks for taking my call. I had a, quick comment and a question first i just wanted to say that uh me and a lot of my family used to really be into sports uh basketball football primarily and, and also hockey but just uh, it's sad in the last four or five years to just i can't even stand it anymore i can't watch it it's like you're just watching programming you know you can feel the agenda coming through it, it, every ounce of it is just fake to me and it's sad because it used to be something that brought people together and now i could care less anything that happens with sports. But um, one question I did have was, I do like watching strongman competitions, and I noticed that primarily it's mostly white athletes that dominate that, big, like, uh-huh. Swedish, Norwegian guys. And I was wondering, in the football combines, are you seeing the white guys throw up as much, if not more, weight on the big lifts as the black guys? Yeah, that's a that's a really good comment. In fact, I was going to bring that up at some point. When it comes to individual sports like weightlifting, whites dominate. Whites dominate most sports that are not team sports, as well as dominating sports in general. But yeah, the the uh, that's another thing. We look at the NFL and the the strong positions. I guess where somebody's supposed to be strong is especially on the offensive line and the defensive line. And the defensive line, especially defensive tackle, that's a pure strength weightlifting uh, position. Almost no whites. Almost it's almost as bad as cornerback and, and running back. Uh, yeah, it's disgraceful. It's just another example of this all-encompassing caste system. But uh, JB, do you have a comment on what what Jay said? That, that was a great call. Thank you. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, he's, he's certainly right about, uh, and so are you, about white athletes generally being stronger. Um, they certainly dominate uh, virtually all sports. Um, if you look at the Olympics, you'll see that uh, most sports, aside from team sports, uh, usually uh, have white athletes, you know, uh, from the white uh, European countries and, and the and U.S. Uh, dominating those sports. Uh it's a handful of the sports, and uh, those are the sports that have become popular. That are uh, that whites are not doing that well in, and uh, it's probably probably part of an agenda. Um, you, your caller mentioned that there was uh, sort of an agenda and, and propaganda, and um, sports is a big part of it. I mean, it's a very visible visual medium, and uh, a lot of people follow it, and uh, it helps further the. Uh, further the agenda it's no secret that the espn which is the top sports broadcaster in the country is completely woke uh that's that's a very important uh, element of it uh espn could get to the point where they're uh, losing a billion dollars a day but they won't go out of business because their value as a propaganda outlet is too important and uh they certainly exactly. do their part in uh in in the propaganda <laughs> Yeah, these big corporations, they prop each other up. Uh, you know, you hear go woke, go broke, and there's a certain amount of truth to that, but it's not, uh, I mean, there's other elements involved, too. These, The narrative, the propaganda is more important than profit, even. But uh, the fact is, the, the ruling class in this country, I mean, they're just awash in money. I mean, there's just, there's never been a an elite uh, ruling class that's been anywhere near as rich as the ones we have now, all the million, hundred millionaires, billionaires. It's just, it's obscene, the money they have, while most... Americans are suffering, especially since uh, Comrade Joe became president. Now, we've got a, uh, an email uh, here. It says, uh, my question for J.B. Cash is regarding high school players and the parents of star white high school players. What can their parents do to help pave the way for these players who sometimes set records in district or state, and they don't seem to get a look from the college recruiters? And my second question for J.B. is, are you going to come back to Cash football and contribute with some articles or posts in the future because we love your commentary. And this is from the well-known <laughs> cast football poster, Beyond Fed Up. What do you think, JB? Um, yeah, well, uh, I, I, I really don't know what uh, parents can do. It's, uh, it's a very difficult situation. Um, there's a lot working against them. Um, fortunately, um, there's some things they can do on their own in the digital age. They can, uh, uh, put together some highlights and, uh, and email them to coaches, and uh, they can try to network as well. Uh, unfortunately, it's going to be an uphill battle because um, any coach who's achieved uh, any measure of success in college or the professional ranks is going to be vetted for his loyalty to the caste system. So um, it, it will it will be a difficult uh, difficult uh, uh, way to go uh, trying to do uh, you know trying to do it that way. Uh, but uh, I mean, uh, you know, keep at it. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe you know, talk to the newspaper uh, or the local press. I know there are some parents and some athletes that have spoken about um, the, quite frankly, racist treatment they've gotten uh, because of their skin color. And uh, the more that that's brought forward, the more uh, hopefully traction it gets to uh, to, to correct that. Yeah, I can remember some years back. Oh, I can remember some years back, JB uh, on Cast Football. We used to fairly regularly find newspaper 
articles about that, written by a fair-minded reporter or just documenting how a star white running back, local running back, was not getting any looks uh, from the colleges in his area or anywhere in the country. And he used to find stuff like that, but it, like with so many things else now in, in this era of censorship and narrative control, it, it's hard to even find those kinds of things anymore. But um, one thing I want to get back to, uh, we've covered some of this, but uh, you know, whites dominate most individual sports and, and most team sports. In fact, you know, whites dominate sports. That's like everything else, it's inverted the truth. You know, you hear in the here in the empire of lies, you hear that blacks are the world's best athletes. Well, it's just not true. Whites are the world's best athletes, and there's so much evidence to back it, starting with the Olympics, the summer, and the especially the winter games. But um, you take away take away sprinting, basketball, and football, and out of the hundreds of other sports that are played competitively, how many do blacks dominate? Uh, close to zero. But the fake news media focuses intently on football and basketball and, and sprinting to a degree. But when when there's a lack of blacks in so many sports, um, if, when we hear a comment or an excuse, it's just the same old thing. Oh, they're just not interested. Well, there's 40 million blacks in this country. And, you, and basically, it's a, a patronizing statement to say that they're only all 40 million of them are only interested in basketball and football. I mean, it's ridiculous. And uh, oh, or you hear they can't afford the equipment. Well, again, that's a patronizing and it's a racist excuse when you think about it. And, of course, even in the inner cities, there's lots of programs for blacks there to get the equipment they need to play, say, hockey and baseball, where they're supposedly underrepresented. I mean, there's always, always ways that they can get boosted to play certain sports, all of them, really. So, uh, yeah, so that, that's you look at that. I mean, all the sports, all the sports are played in this country competitively and internationally. And what, what do blacks dominate other than basketball, sprinting, and football? I mean, they don't even dominate boxing anymore, but that's that's kept from the American people, too. Yeah, I, I noticed a uh, question that was submitted by uh, uh, a cast football poster, uh, one of my favorite uh, sports historians. Um, he had asked about uh, or had wondered if we had any comments about the uh, – the excitement that uh, Jerry Cooney, uh, Jerry Cooney, uh, 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 Eddie, uh, Holmes fight uh, raised years ago, uh, and now that uh, we seem to have uh, had a lot of white heavyweight champions, and how um, you barely hear a peep about that. And right. um, I, I, I think that's 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 part of the media controlling the narrative. Uh, uh, heavyweight boxing was the most important thing in the world when uh, when when blacks American blacks were dominating it, and it was headline news. It was all everyone would talk about. Uh, when Americans uh, blacks stopped dominating boxing, it suddenly didn't become as popular. And I think you saw that especially with uh, the East Europeans who initially took control, and at least in the heavyweight division now we have. Uh, uh, you know, Tyson Fury, uh, an Englishman, but uh, um, still a lot of uh, Eastern Europeans also competing in boxing, and it's uh, no longer a popular sport in the United States. Uh, at one time, boxing was the second most popular uh, uh, sport in the United States behind baseball, or, or at least very close with uh, horse racing. Of course, that was a long time ago. Now, speaking of baseball, you and I both follow baseball. I mean, I loved it as a kid. I know you did, too. I don't follow it as closely as I used to. But one of the things we've enjoyed documenting over the years on castfootball.us is, well, let's just call it, we're summoning uh, Joe Morgan, or now the ghost of Joe Morgan, who would 
do nothing but whine that there weren't enough black Americans in baseball. Uh, it's, I mean, here's a sport where even now, I mean, they're, they're roughly uh, represented equal to their proportion of the population. But of course, the underlying theory is that they're black, therefore they're magical, and they should be, you know, 70, 80% of Major League Baseball players. And they're down to maybe 10%, something like that. But in the meantime, baseball, to, to make up for this lack of blacks, they're not trying to recruit more whites, set up, uh, say, in a baseball academy in the rural areas. No, of course not. What they're doing is bringing in as many from with international players from the uh, Central America, the Dominican Republic, and Asia. I mean, what, what, do you, what do you think about the way baseball's gone? Yeah, I think baseball, the way baseball's gone sort of mirrors a lot of trends and how American society has changed. Um, the only sports that blacks really play are the ones that are subsidized by whites. Those are the ones that are popular in schools. So the school pays for all the equipment. The school pays for all the football equipment. It pays for all the basketball equipment and, and the time. Uh, baseball, while it is played in schools, is much less uh, emphasized. Most American ball players, baseball players, are going to come out of private leagues, and that's completely financed by the parents. The same thing with hockey. Hockey is not uh, a sport that's publicly financed hardly at all, and most of the players that are going to be in the NHL have gone through uh, uh, private the private system where the parents have paid. Uh, so we have a situation right now where the mostly white taxpaying base is paying for the uh, disposition, in a way, of their own kids from these sports. Um, unfortunately, there's other trends in society that have, uh, that have moved, uh, moved uh, white kids away from some of those sports. I mean, um, would you want to be a white kid and suddenly play basketball when you know that you'd be you know, the only white kid on the team? Probably not. Um, do you want to, uh, you know, compete on a football team? Uh, actually, nobody wants to compete on a football team. Uh, I know uh, my kids' high school had uh, trouble fielding a, a complete football team because the kids just don't want to do that anymore. And uh, a lot of that probably is because it's difficult and made even more difficult when they don't see people like them playing the game at the professional level. Well, that's right. I mean, a lot of really good white athletes are now playing lacrosse and, and soccer and there's nothing wrong with those sports but they're not the glamour sports at least in this society and it's not probably their first choice or second choice in, in a lot of cases um when you're talking about baseball too and how everything's organized i mean this is just you think about how society's changed so much since uh since we were kids i mean we're roughly the same generation when we were kids especially in the summertime or warm weather months, on a nice day, you go out and you play wiffle ball with your buddies all day long or, or touch football or flag football or even tackle football or basketball, things like that. Now you go by playgrounds and baseball fields, and, and they're mostly empty. I mean, we've seen such a decline in white kids or kids in general just allowed to be kids anymore. I mean, parents, especially a lot of mothers, are terrified to let their kids out of their sight. Or even if they aren't terrified – if their kid goes down and, uh, you know, they may get charged with child abuse or something. I mean, we're in such a different society, such a less free or an unfree one now. Is that is that uh, something you'd agree with? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you, when was the last time you saw kids on a, on a baseball field uh, without adult supervision? I, 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 10, 20 years ago? I mean, uh, kids, kids don't play, uh, they don't play Sandlot 
uh, baseball at all, and um, you won't see him playing football uh, out uh, casually anymore. Uh, everything is an adult supervised activity, and um, you're just not going to get a lot of professional uh, players out of those those limited uh, opportunities to learn a game. I mean, you've got to be playing that game all day long to learn it. That's why there's so many Hispanic baseball players, because I'm sure they play the game all day long. There's probably uh, not a lot to do, and it's it's a big thing that they like to do, and uh, they become very, very good at it. Um, another another thing besides helicopter mothers is uh, smaller families. Um, it used to be, uh, you know, you'd have a family with uh, several brothers in it uh, and even sisters who would uh, go out and play ball with you, and uh, you had a chance to uh, learn how to play the game. Uh, now there's so many smaller families, and uh, those opportunities just don't come up. We are talking with J.B. Cash, the uh, unfortunately now retired sports writer. And uh, by the way, J.B., you did not answer, uh, as I recall, Beyond Fed Up's question. Uh, are you going to do any writing again? Yeah, um, that's a good question. Um, well, of course, the site was set up differently when I was doing that. We we had a, a front page with articles on it and uh, would like to spice it up with some writing once in a while. Um, now, of course, it's uh, basically just a, uh, a message board, so uh, there isn't the same opportunity for that. Uh, but I'm certainly not against uh, doing uh, which would, would be the equivalent of a long post uh, under the uh, J.B. Cash. Um, it's that, uh, you know, some of the posters cover the subject very well, and uh, uh, that's very impressive. The, the site itself is, is a good source of information. Oh, absolutely. And the reason it ended up being a uh, forum or a message board is because it was hacked so many times over the years. I mean, it's it's been a struggle keeping it going, uh, thanks to our friends that don't believe in free speech. But we got a good setup now. It uh, hasn't had any major problems for a number of years. We are talking to J.B. Cash. Uh, we have a break coming up fairly soon here, but we can probably squeeze in a caller afterwards at 512-248-8252, 512-248-8252. If you're find what we're talking about interesting please go to uh castfootball.us and uh join in the conversation i think we're going to break and uh you are listening to the freedom times news hour i'm don wasso and we will be back after these important messages stay tuned Subscribe to the Freedom Times monthly newspaper, published since 1985. That's right, 1985. The Freedom Times pulls no punches and observes no sacred cows or taboos. The perilous times we live in are too critical for anything but honest discussion of America's plight. The Freedom Times is the antidote to the lies and distortions of the fake news media. There is no better way to inform and enlighten Americans than by reading the Freedom Times each month. New subscribers may sign up at the special rate of just $29 for one year or $55 for two years. Subscribe online by going to AmericanFreedomNews.us or mail your subscription to The Freedom Times, P.O. Box 218, Wildwood, Pennsylvania, 15091. That's The Freedom Times, P.O. Box 218, Wildwood, Pennsylvania, 15091. Support America's best patriotic newspaper and one of the very few left by becoming a subscriber to The Freedom Times today. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? 
For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. the number two, keep it today. And we are back. This is the final segment of the Freedom Times News Hour for April 2nd, 2023. 2023. Amazing. I'm Don Wassell. Uh, Co-host Patricia Aiken is here. She's hanging out in the chat room today. And we are talking to J.B. Cash, the sports writer for CastFootball.us, which I hope some of you listening, if you enjoy this topic at all and want to know more, you're more than welcome to to, uh, go there and be part of our conversation. The the best way to understand that the caste system in sports and the claim of black athletic superiority it's based on is extreme, far more extreme than any previous racial ideologies of supremacy found in history – is it, it allows for almost no exceptions. For example, we all know that discussion about IQ differences among races is just not allowed in the United States. We all have to pretend that everyone is equally intelligent, just as we're now told to pretend that there are no differences between men and women. In fact, women are well on the way to being erased and replaced by men pretending to be women, and we're not supposed to bat an eye. The book, The uh, Bell Curve, which came out in the 1990s, caused a stir by claiming that IQ differences between races could be plotted on a curve, with most people falling into the large average section of the curve, and with far fewer at the two ends, namely those with very high IQs and those with low IQs. But what the bell curve showed, and even white advocates over the years who believe that whites are smarter than blacks on average, allow that there are still many blacks with high IQs, just as there are just as uh, not as many uh, on average as whites, with the word average the word average being the key here. On the other hand, the caste system advocates, whether they even realize it or not, they support an ideology of racial supremacy so extreme that there are no white exceptions. 
for decades and generations on end. Only blacks can play running back, wide receiver, safety, and cornerback, with only the very, very rare exceptions. And what makes this even more ludicrous is that there are many more white kids playing football than black kids, because even though uh, the number is, is shrinking of whites is shrinking rapidly, there's still a heck of a lot more whites who are playing football at the high school level than blacks. So I mean, the, the pool of white talent is still far larger than the pool of black talent. And anyone who's followed football over the years knows that whites play football at a very high level, including at all positions. J.B. Cash, what do you do? You agree with that comment? Yeah, yeah, certainly, uh, it's certainly true, and uh, it's a question of fairness, really. Um, uh, is it fair the way uh, the way the white athletes are being treated? I mean, we had a situation in Major League Baseball where uh, many years ago, uh, black started to play, and um, that un- unleashed a talent pool, and there were very many uh, good black players. And um, they they were allowed to uh, come in the league, and, and after a while, there were a whole lot of black players in Major League Baseball, and um, uh, that level, uh, you know, that water found its level eventually. Uh, but at least they were given a chance, and I, I think that's the that was an issue of where people saw something that was unfair, and they wanted to try to uh, see it remedied. And I think the same thing should happen uh, with regards to uh, white uh, athletes in sports. Well, that is what it's all about. It's about fairness. It's not about picking on a group of people or denigrating a group of people. It's about looking at the facts and, and trying to make uh, a level playing field. I mean, that's what this country is supposed to be about. But, of course, it's not anymore. It's all about racial grievances and anti-white propaganda and ideology. And the caste system is part of that. And it started a long time ago, long before the onslaught that has started against whites and society in general over the last five, six years. I guess, you know, the, the phrases since trump came down the escalator or something like that but there's no (laughs) question there's no question that we're under attack at all levels from an unbelievable amount of directions and uh so that's what we stand for we do believe in fairness we document it uh with indirect and direct evidence and commentary and it's really hard to dispute if you check it out so i hear the the parting music so i want to thank jb cash very much for being on today i'm don wassell this is the freedom times news hour until next week at this time, Arriva Durce, and thank you for listening. Tune in Saturday mornings, 8 to 10 Central, to the Alternative Media with your host, Farron. If you've not been listening, this is some of what you've been missing. 2,000 mules. Like you, like you like to say occasionally, Farron, in your face. They, they, they might have a, a set of lactating mammaries available that could provide milk for their adopted children. Listen, news media, all pulling off this gigantic fraud. Rhino, neocon, cucks. There's this wonderful thing that's called Vote With Your Feet. Move to California. I am a conspiracy factualist and everyone else is a reality theorist. Hundreds, if not thousands, of ships came out of nowhere Give me liberty or let's give you death. Any excuse to go in and kill yourself for this, this this fraud of a government. This goes back a hundred years. When they come for your gold, give them a lead. And when they come for your guns, give them the bullets first. And God help us all. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth.